And hello, welcome to part one, episode four of this 12-part journey with presence to possibility. Again, and as always, I'm Atiba, and today I'm sharing some tools and insights I'm confident and hopeful that can bring you some light, provide you some energy, and inspire you to fulfill your greatest self and highest purpose. To sum up what we've discussed up to this point in our journey together, I'll go into a quick rehash and recap of these first three episodes and some of those concepts that I highlighted and brought forth for your attention uh, and implementation into your life. Now, let me also say this. I, I fully understand that speaking conceptually may not always resonate with us because we can sometimes be ever focused on taking action. So that is specifically what this episode is going to address and highlight, taking action. So earlier on in in our journey together, we've created and addressed those things that can allow you space and presence to identify what you love about your work, as well as what it is that you may not like or find energizing about your work. You've put in time and effort to create energy about and around your flourish factors, those must-haves, those things that you are fully uh, sourced by inside and outside of work. And here and now, you're positioned to take that first step towards activating those things, to take those concepts and put them towards definitive and intentioned action. As a coach, I've worked with clients in in the effort to help them identify some obstacles that they're experiencing and partner with them to create steps to address those barriers, be with them, and afford them opportunity to create their own facilitation techniques to work through those barriers and address those sticking points so that they're no longer hindering them from stepping into what's possible. One such client I've, I've had the opportunity to, to work with previously, uh, we went into what it could look like if she was ex- able to experience joy in her work. And that came up because she shared with me that she really just wasn't experiencing that. There were aspects of her job that she liked, but there are also others that she found to be disempowering. So in partnership together, we identified some tools and she went out into the world and put those tools into action. What she was able to share with me weeks later was that in her interaction with me, she was able to identify something that she felt and believed would give her access to experience that type of joy that she wasn't at that point in time engaging with or experiencing uh, in her work, in her work life. So it was something that she was able to do and to take on outside of work. Again, speaking to balance, which we discussed in last week's episode, she was able to create that sense of balance because she was choosing to be sourced by those things that she found energizing at work 
and also choosing to be sourced by something she found engaging that she was able to experience outside of work. So at first, I, I highlight this because initially these were little more than concepts to her and didn't really resonate with her sense of reality. But conversely, after engaging in this coaching session, she ruminated over those concepts and eventually came to apply what worked for her, pulling from those concepts and applying them to her own specific situation to address what she saw as the issue and turned it into an opportunity for success. The takeaway here is that the work that you put in usually occurs and and happens that the, the joy happens or the breakthrough happens outside of the interaction. So in this case, it was beyond the coaching interaction that the client or my client was able to embrace and experience that breakthrough moment. And so what you may be wondering as you listen to this podcast is how does this and how can this apply to my life? I invite you to try this. Just let the concept sink in. Give it a few days. Try it on. See if it fits. If it does, wonderful. Continue to, to embrace and engage with it. If it doesn't, be open to shifting. Be open to still putting in energy to create the breakthrough that you seek and work something else. Work something else into your practice. Work something else into your intentioned actions. One size does not fit all. And that is true in this as well. Find what works for you. And again, by pulling from the concept and embracing it, you certainly position yourself to experience the type of breakthrough that you seek around that issue or issues, that occurrence, that happening that is currently causing you to fall out of phase or leading you to experience that disconnect that has you wanting to, to experience that breakthrough. Now, going back to flourish factors, what those steps can look like, and really quick recap, flourish factors are those things that allow you to feel fully sourced, to fully to feel fully engaged. Uh, if you were to link, think of it as a list, think of it as a list of those things that you must have or seek to have and experience in order to feel joy, to feel loved to feel sourced, to feel energized, and and fully engaged, whether it be work-related, career-related, or otherwise. So what I call attention to here is, for myself, as an example, I, I really value flexibility. I, I really value autonomy and being able to say that when I step into my work role, no two days are going to be exactly the same. That gives me a sense of energy to know that, hey, I get to be responsive and be proactive in ways that I feel can really add impact for myself and my customers in, in the workspace. Now, ultimately, for, for that want to have no two days being exactly the same, that speaks to my love and, and flourish factor of flexibility. For you, it may be different. So give energy to that, which makes you different. Going back to the flexibility for myself, I know that I've, I've 
embraced being sourced in multiple venues and in multiple pools, so to speak. Now, I may not be fully ready or positioned to jump into something totally new or something totally different. And with that, a side hustle or, or something that is done on a part-time basis, whether it be a job, a role, an engagement, a community activity, something that allows you to experience that flourish factor to embrace and add to those things that you feel will give you that sense of balance, the possible benefit and the future joy of stepping into something like that is that that side hustle or that extra thing can later become something bigger, can become either your full-time position, can be transitioned to something that you do on a wider scale, on a grander scale, and something that you afford more time to or time with. Ultimately, when you step into something on that that part-time basis or partial-time basis, you're laying the groundwork. You're presenting opportunity for yourself to create larger space down the line as it continues to fulfill you. Now, in that effort, you may choose if, if possible or if applicable in your experience or situation. You may choose to cut back on the, the hours that you contribute to your current job. You may transition from a full-time full-time position to a part-time position. The the opportunity there is is endless, and it it stands to you and is within your realm of influence to choose how much of these flourish factors you're going to actively work towards engaging in and bringing into your life. Stated differently, for for some alignment with someone's virtue. Can, can be a flourish factor to see that the work that they do on the career front is fully aligned with who they are as a person. Uh, what could that look like? It, again, every situation is different. It, it could look like somebody devoting their, their work life to creating a, a more, a more beneficial type of environment, uh, a safer planet, a, a planet that's able to be, more self-sufficient and, and less dependent on fossil fuels, whatever the case may be. That that may be something that really resonates with the person. And so they fully engage in performing work in that sphere or in that space. So connecting the work that you do with your sense of a higher purpose, by doing that, you position yourself to feel more fulfilled, to feel a, a higher sense of fulfillment in the work you do because it aligns with something larger for you. It's not just a job. It's not just you fulfilling your career. It's you also stepping into and being sourced fully by that which aligns with your sense of unity, your sense of purpose. So I invite you to do this. Look around. Look at the people in your life who you who you wish to emulate in some way, shape, or form. Not so much copy their success, but rather look at what they're doing in their lives, work, personal, interpersonal, whatever the case may be, that really resonates with you and see if that at all is reflective of anything that you would want to bring into your process or practices. If you do have people like that in your life, I invite you and challenge you to show them gratitude, to acknowledge them for that and share with them how they are engaging in life is proving to be inspirational to you stepping forward 
into doing and into being the type of person and doing the type of types of things that add value for your life. It's always beautiful to receive a message like that from somebody to know that you stand as an inspiration or that you model behavior that somebody else finds inspirational. It's very, very powerful. And I invite you to share that with someone. Alternatively, and additionally, networking, uh, participating in certain art, arts groups or volunteer opportunities, professional organizations. Uh, SHRM is an example for those who are in the human resource space. They, they are the Society for Human Resource Management. Engaging with these different types of organizations can certainly add you or add perspective for you that will allow you to engage in flourish factors that you may not otherwise be being sourced by. So as always, and with so many things in life, there there may be resistance. You're comfortable. You you may be in a situation where there's no real sticking points. You may not be fully happy, but you're content. And so there would certainly be opportunity to be resistant to stepping forward into an unknown and bringing forth something that you are not yet fully experiencing. As an example, money comes to mind. You may be working a job or participating in a career that's presenting you enough money for you to pay your bills, to live comfortably, and you may not feel as inspired to step into something new because you may have people you feel depend on you. You may be part of a family dynamic. I ask you this. What context are you creating around money that may be stopping you from stepping into your dream if you're not currently living that dream. Now, I, I invite and assert that things don't have to be an either or type of situation. You can have both. If both is what you choose, it, it can transition from an either or situation to a both and opportunity. So as an example, for those of you who are, are fathers or mothers, there is opportunity for you to be a father or mother and an artist. Or being a father or mother and a manager, if that's what you aspire to be. What is your baseline need for resources? If there's a certain monetary, uh, if there's a, a number that you have that you, you can't really deviate from or don't feel you can deviate from, what is it that you can step into to have that need met and still have you seeing and experiencing those dreams that you aspire to to have? To have come true. I ask you this as well. If money weren't an issue, if you had opportunity to not have a worry or, or to want for money, what career or what would you be doing differently with your time? What would you be devoting energy towards? And I ask you this as well. Is there a way for you to achieve both? Even if it's just in an incremental fashion, instead of stepping fully into something that's totally new and dissimilar to what you're doing now, what is the opportunity for you to step just one space forward into that different direction that is more aligned with your dream? That thing that you've been putting off for so long, that thing that you've not felt able to experience because of whatever the case may be, whether it's a, a life situation, a current dynamic, or just fear. 
going into fear a little more deeply, as an example, change careers is something that some of us at some point in time may have wanted or aspired to do, but not taking steps to make happen. So at certain times of our uh, in our lives, whether it be associated with age, we can build up the perception that changing careers would be a step backwards. Going back to the money piece, change careers from from one type of work to another at a certain stage in your career may require from your perspective that you take a pay cut. Now, I, I get this from my clients who are mere in, in their mid-career uh, stage, and I assert that it's a function of time. I've been doing this coaching work for 10 years, and for my clients, what they share with me is that, hey, I've been doing this type of work, we'll, we'll call it career X, for a certain amount of time, and if I were to do something different now, I couldn't attain, I wouldn't have and I wouldn't experience the same type of status and couldn't command the same type of salary. This is essentially what they refer to as a sunk cost fallacy. And the truth is that you've already lost those years. This is time that you can't get back. None of us have a time machine that allows us to turn the clocks backwards to a point and make that shift and still experience what we would want to experience. What you have is the present. And what you have is an opportunity to learn from each moment that you've you've had up to this point and choose to build upon that and move it towards the creation of your better future. Now, time is not lost. And what you have, again, is the present. It's what you have now that you can use actively to create what you see for yourself both in the here and now and in the future. And that perceived loss is just that it's a perception and you have a choice as always. It may not feel like a choice. Essentially though, I assert that you do have a choice to choose different. You can choose to, for those of us and those of you who are in a job versus a career who are doing work that you don't find energizing you can choose to continue to hate the work you do. You can continue to choose to not enjoy the work or be sourced by that work. Alternatively, you can choose to make a shift to create the change and step forward and step fully into a direction that is going to be in service of what you want to create, who you want to be, and the type of life you do ultimately want to experience. So my challenge to you is this. Try it on. Try to move forward and take just that one step towards action by pulling from those concepts that have been discussed in these first three episodes to identify your loves, those factors that will allow you to feel a sense of of purpose, to flourish in whatever area you choose to step into and take those concepts and move it into action. Can you see this as a piece of clothing, clothing that you may not yet own, but are trying on? Ultimately, you can try it on. If it doesn't fit for you, take it off. Try something else on. See how it feels. I invite you and I challenge you to do just that. Take that first step. Initiate that action to help you transition from what is comfortable to you, what allows you to feel complacent, and to step differently. 
Step into what is going to energize you, to to excite you, and to help you activate that thing or those things that right now only stand as dreams. Let's partner together and make them your reality. Until next episode, thank you so much for joining. Thank you for being, and thank you for sharing your time. Thank you.